0: El primero de Mayo. <laughs> Hello and welcome in to another edition of the The CMD Podcast. I'm your host, Sanchez May Jr. Follow me on Twitter at The CMD, that's T-H-E-E-S-A-M-D. Subscribe and right rate to the podcast, five stars, not the less, tell a friend. Podcast available on all major podcasting platforms, including the Purple app and the Rogan app. TheSamD.com is a website where you can find all content, audio, and visual. May First Music does all the music production on this podcast. Support him at SoundCloud.com/slash May First Music. Well, today I'm bringing you something different. Normally, this pod has gone through many iterations. It has gone from a all NBA podcast, a NBA daily fantasy sports podcast, to a NBA heavy analytical podcast. And then once we got it to a certain point, I wanted to pivot, not like that pile with Brian Clark in them, but I wanted to do my own pivot and talk all sports. And that's led me to talk MLB. That's led me to talk boxing. That's led me to talk golf, tennis, everything else under the sun. But what it hasn't allowed me to do too much is college and specifically college football. And you could argue that college football is the second biggest sport, if not the biggest sport in this country. We know the NFL is king. But CFB is right behind it. So to tap into that, normally I am the anti NCAA shamateurism guy. I'm still that. But I do enjoy watching athletes perform at a high level as they take that next step into the NFL. But there is a lot going on with college. NIL is a thing. We will definitely get into that. But just to get into the games itself, the conferences itself, the Heisman finalists themselves, I have a guest. And my guest has a lot of bona fides. My guest is a part of a podcast that I've been a big supporter of for biased reasons and not so biased reasons. Just a good pod overall from the Not That Serious podcast. He does all the visuals. So if you tap in and you see the visuals and you see the moves, the cuts, the edits, so on and so forth. He is the man behind that vision. But he's also Dodger fan. We will talk about that maybe on the back half. He is also... An amazing blue guy. We will definitely get into that. But overall, he is a CFB analyst, a CFB expert. So we're going to bring him on to help us chop down what we can in the world of college football this season. Welcome in from the Not That Serious podcast, who now just signed a deal with Blue Wire. So tap in on that. From the Not That Serious podcast, MJ has pulled up. MJ, what's good, bro? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Go blue go blue this 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 has been a long time coming we've been chopping it up all summer trying to figure out the right time to do this uh we were thinking maybe doing a preview of the college football thing but I think right now is a really good time especially off of all the games that we saw this past Saturday starting off with Bama going into Texas almost tricking it off Uh, Texas I think left a lot of points on the board Bama Maybe doesn't look like Bama, something me and you was was talking about before we started recording. Let me your th- let me know your thoughts on the marquee game, the game that everyone was kind of paying attention to this past weekend, Alabama going into Texas.
1: Yeah, you know, everybody, you know, Bama is Bama, Bama no matter what happens. Even in, in their quote-unquote rebuilding year, they are still Bama. They're still going to be a top five program. And then you got Texas, who hasn't really been you know, anything of late, you know, they do the, oh, I'm back. You know, Sam Elliger, I'm back. We're back. Uh, They haven't really been back since Bama beat them in the national championship. But right. this year with Sarkeesian, it kind of looks like they might be, you know, coming back. And, you know, everybody was kind of getting at them, you know, joining the SEC is like, hey. SEC is different, but, you know, at the same time, Texas is different. Texas is a football school. Uh, te- Texas is a football state. For sure. it's, it's a different – you recruit – you you at Texas, you recruit Texas, you're good. Yeah, yeah. But but in today's, you know, landscape of college football, you got to go more than just Texas. So, but that game, uh, like you said, Texas left a lot of points on the, on the board. Like, granted, you know, their quarterback went out. And, and they were what in the red zone at that point when he right. got hit. But you know, I was. I, I think I even tweeted they had they could they should have had twenty four points at one point.
0: It was five, crazy. five yeah. trips to the red zone. Yeah, three field goals, one missed field goal, and one actually made field goal. Yeah, Putrid. so
1: so and they were playing really really good against Bama, but like we said. Bama might not be Bama because Bama, other than obviously Bryce Young and then Will Anderson right. on the defense, mm-hmm. they don't have that those guys at receiver. Not saying they don't; they're not there, but they don't have those marquee guys that they've always had: the Jerry Judys, the Jalen Waddle, Derrick Henry, King, like all Jameson, the,
0: Williams. Like they, there's Jameson, no Jameson even right now.
1: There's no anybody at the running pack running back. At receiver and mm-hmm. maybe at tight end, but it's still nothing crazy. Bama never really had like a crazy, crazy tight end, but they had some some really good ones, you know, OJ Howard and all. OJ Howard, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he he yeah, came out of
0: nowhere on Sunday with two touchdowns, so he's yeah. still hovering around. So
1: other than that, like, yeah, man, I think Texas is looking good. And I'm on the I'm on the way that Bama is not. I know we gonna might get a little hate let's from. Go, let's
0: go, let's but go, let's go there. Bama,
1: not? Bama is not Bama right now, mm. not right now, and I think it's a little wide open. When you know, I think a lot of teams may be catching
0: up to them right now. Do, and, do you and, think and Saban has to adjust his system? Because he can still recruit. We know that.
1: Yeah, no, but, they all, they're always gonna be top two facts.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not even and
1: three top two.
0: Ha, ha, is it easier to out scheme him now? Is, is he being too prehistoric or do you think it's just a matter of. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I, th- I feel, like he's, kind of, I feel like he's kind of
0: inv- evolved in the past few years, to be honest. He's tried. I think he's tried, especially with, with his coordinators over the years, like having Kiffin come in and try to shake some things up. Like he's definitely. Has tried to adjust to try to keep up, not, not not necessarily going spread. He'll never do that. But in terms of just maybe going three wide every once in a while, stuff like that, not always eye form or fucking. But even know, shit I mean, like
1: even that. like what I've seen, especially in the past, like I said, they've always had at least two or three wide. You know, I mean, you know that year when they had all those dudes like uh, Jerry Judy. Um, I'm a Raiders fan. What, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he in jail right now. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs and uh, somebody else. They had somebody else there all at the same time. Mm-hmm. They didn't even have Waddle. They had a lot of guys there at the same time. They were running a little two or three <clears throat> you know, receiver sets, but they always just had a really
0: good run game too. Right. Like I, and, I, I think of Bama, I think of run the ball, stop the run, like old school football. Yeah, they they can spread it out a little bit, but it's more predicated on the trenches Run the ball, stop the run.
1: I think, I think what it is is that other teams are catching up. And one, we thought was catching up. They just had a really great year in LSU, and mm-hmm. we see where they at now. Right, down bad. But Georgia has always been there, but Georgia, I think, is starting to either be on a level or surpassing them right now.
0: Yeah, let's 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 pivot to Georgia. Even though we, we could definitely do a deep dive on this on this game with Texas, because as you said, they left a lot of points on the board. They had to go in there with a backup QB and they certainly could and should have beaten Alabama at the crib, but ultimately they didn't. Bryce Young went nuts, especially there in the fourth quarter. Bryce really Young, showed that like Moxie of being the Heisman guy, exactly, just being one yeah. of those dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that and that and that that kind of was saying
1: like he's that he's that, that guy for them. Yeah. But yeah, we see what Georgia has been doing in the past few years. Honestly, they've been they've been there with them. They just finally got over the hump.
0: Right. Right. They they overwhelmed them. I think they were able to out talent Bama. And that's something I haven't really seen too often, especially during Savings run.
1: And then and you're starting to see, I think, did uh, I think did Georgia have the number one recruiting class this year?
0: I believe so. I could fact check that. But, yeah, if not one, they, they, they up there. They're, they're up there. <laughs> they're they're at least top three. They're you know always know top,
1: top three to five, and yeah. they've been catching up to them recently. And, uh, yeah, I think that's that's what it is right now. There's, they're starting to catch up on both sides of the ball.
0: And, yeah,
1: Georgia just looks like that team to beat. They're the defending champs. And
0: is is the Stroud Bryce Young debate a thing worthy of deciding the SEC?
1: I mean, with Stroud, I don't know because that that's a little different with him. I think it's right now Bryce Young is on Bry- Bryce Young right now. Okay, Stroud, we still got to may have to see because we don't know at Notre Dame how to who they really are, and right. we won't know about Stroud really until the Big Ten, you know you know, conference like the, the, that season starts and seeing against a big 10 competition. But got you. I think, I think right now, especially leading the pack, I think it's Bryce young right now. Okay. And, and okay. he,
0: he definitely showed it. Cause it's a lot of talk about C- CJ versus him in terms of draft prospects, who should be the first QB off the board, whatever, whatever. And we know we got CJ over there with, um, you know, no offense, the Ohio State University, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And and, and we got got uh, Bryce Young over there at Bama. So, okay, we, we we will get into all of that stuff. I'm just kind of throwing throwing a bunch of stuff at, at yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He's very capable. I just want to make sure everyone knows that we're fully tapped in on all the stuff going around. So we want to get into Georgia. Georgia, look, Georgia is a machine. And as you said, they kind of been there on the cuts for a couple of years. Obviously get over the hump last year. All their dudes damn near got drafted into the first few rounds of the NFL, and they kind of seemed to just replenished on the fly. So walk me through why you think Georgia is not only primed to maybe go all the way or at least go far this year in terms of the playoff, but maybe they're being built for success for the long term. I mean, look at Kurt. First of all, Kirby is Georgia alum,
1: and that that helps, but also him being the saving guy. And being one of those saving guys that finally got over the hump against Saban, you know, the, the record with his assistance against him, they're catching up and recruiting or even maybe even surpass them. But also, I think it's also cause you know, they're, they're in the East. So they're going to take the East. They're always going to take the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to overtake them on, on that side. Uh, even Bama at the same time too. I, I'm like, and you know, I, I think the SEC is not the SEC right now.
0: Really, you think you, you think the whole SEC as a whole is down?
1: I think it's I think it's just it's a two horse race right now. Copy. And you know Florida's trying to get there, but then you see what Florida did against Kentucky, and Kentucky's right. coming from. You know that's a basketball school. Facts. Facts. And, and you see what they're doing. You know they got Arkansas you know, trying to creep up in there, but it's
0: Arkansas. Buying their way in. Yeah. We can keep it a buck. Buying yeah. their way in. You know what I'm saying? Them, them at A&M for sure. And then LSU, uh, that might take some time. Which is weird with all the hype and the fanfare of Brian Kelly going there. You would have think he could have righted that ship within a couple of months, especially with all the people they got off the transfer port. Yeah, exactly.
1: But we saw what happened to, get, uh, to them against Florida State. Yeah. A Florida State team who who you know in the past what five six years like they haven't been florida state
0: no no and and
1: you know so i think sec is not you know it's not as scary as, as it's not going to be the gun, it's, it's not going to end all be all for them but i think it's more just in in general in college i think it's more wide open and than we than we think mm-hmm. when it comes to that when i think you know I think there's a lot of teams. I think, honestly, you got about... I want to say there's really two teams in the Big Ten, but there could be three, maybe four, but they're all in the same division. Right. That can, you know, give them some trouble. Uh. I'm not going to say Pac-12, a Pac-12 team, but I think they're, you know, in the, on the right path. they okay. going in the right direction. But, uh, like, USC... They're looking, sure, they're, they're looking good. And, you know, ACC, they kind of been, you know, just been Clemson out for the past however many years, you know, last year was their down year, but they're always going to be the top dog at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's a little bit more wide open than, you know, than any other year.
0: Yeah. Like I think, especially with the ACC, like obviously we've gotten accustomed to Clemson and Dabo and that whole machine rolling, but it's kind of just, hasn't been hitting the same. And I know you wanted to touch on DJ. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that last (laughs) name, but I know you want to touch on DJ in terms of uh, is he overrated or, or is he just right now, just, just, just disappointing. So. I don't want to say he's overrated. Well, I mean, but that, that has been the chatter. I mean, we know how the timeline gets we we know how the tl is we know how social media is and how people overreact so do you think it's more of an overreaction in terms of their i, I don't even think he's having that much of a slow like do you even think he's having a bad start i wouldn't say he's, bad start, he's not living he, up to the expectations but he, is he having I, that is he actually playing bad
1: he's not playing to the expectations we have of him of a Elite eleven quarterback of the number one quarterback in his class of, you know, I watched the QB one and him taking the the starting QB's job as like I think he was a sophomore freshman or sophomore or something like that. Right, him being at a powerhouse school of uh, was it Saint John Bosco? Saint uh, John
0: Bosco, yep.
1: And and him you know taking them to. You know championships and in in, uh, in Cali, and I think being like ranked, I think they were ranked number one in high school, and then also just like him being a he could have been a elite eleven, you know, seeing with Dilford, like he could have been an elite eleven MVP, mm-hmm. but he took he took that elite eleven off to focus on getting a championship for that for his high school. He skipped it. Yeah, and that's then true. he and he looked good in twenty twenty. You know, he came in in that Notre Dame game. And it looked like, okay, he's the future. Yep. But then the past couple of seasons, he hasn't lived up to that hype. No. And, you know, they started off slow in that game against Georgia Tech. And then you saw when – now, granted, they already had the game one. It was the last, what, three minutes of the game. And they brought in uh, K- Gabe – uh was it? Club, Club Nick? I believe that's how you pronounce it, yeah. Yeah, and, and then, you know, they, they were hype about him, but – I th- I think he's just having a dis- he's just been disappointing. I don't want to say he's
0: overrated. Okay. I mean because I mean that this this was a guy that was as you said he he took over for for Trevor Lawrence, so obviously that was a thing. Yeah. Uh Clemson was ranked number 3 coming in the last year. I mean so I mean, it was definitely as you said it was definitely a lot of fanfare about his ascension to being like the guy and, again, if you go over his numbers, again, I'm not a big numbers guy, but sometimes the stats do tell you something. But they were 9-3. and three. Now, again, the ACC is not that strong. We know that. But the numbers don't really hit because you're looking at a guy who passed for over 2,000 yards. He had more interceptions than touchdowns. His QB rating was 108. And he didn't even run the ball that effectively for a guy that does have the skill set to be able to be a dual threat. So, again, I don't know if it's Dabo. I don't know what it is. I mean, because he never the injury
1: in. or something too.
0: Well, I mean, he played in twelve games. I mean, I don't know how many games he missed, but he did play think, in
1: enough games. I think he had a, some type of knee issue also. Okay, that, but that was the thing. But yeah, like you're saying, like he's he has all the tools. He ha, he's a
0: yeah. He looks the
1: parts. He looks four. the part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's
0: six, six dudes. Got yeah, an arm. He can
1: yeah. run. You know they. You know when we actually. It's almost like seamless going from well I guess you had uh do before Trevor Lawrence but you need to Sean and then to uh homer but Trevor Lawrence and you think right. all right hand the, the keys, hand the keys over yeah. don't 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 scratch it yeah yeah and, yeah and right now he's kind of he's kind of messing up I guess he got
0: a flat tire or something like
1: yeah he ain't taking care of that car too well
0: well with 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 this and Clemson not maybe not being the Clemson that we've gotten used to over the last let's say 5 years does that open the door for the U to finally be back? They've been thinking they've been back for a few years now but they've been, you know, they've gone through a couple of regime changes, they yeah. even had to pump some money back into the program and now they feel with Cristobal and he's re-recruiting or reintroducing the U to South Florida and mm-hmm. trying to get those kids to stay home. Does Clemson and maybe DJ not, maybe not living up to expectations, open the door for the U to finally be back?
1: It definitely does. It definitely does. Uh, like what I'm looking at, the U looks like, you know, maybe Pitt can give them trouble. Mm. North Carolina, I don't think is going to give them, you know, as much as, you know, they, they are looking good, right. but they had the, i, mean, to, you I know. State, but like to have a word. Yeah, exactly. They, they, Could have lost that game to App State. Yeah. Maybe should have lost. Should have. I agree. Should have. Yeah. Uh, Pitt, you know, with Kenny Pickett gone, I don't know, but Keaton Slovis, we'll see. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that you can take the Coastal. Okay. And – But then, like, uh, you know, we talked about before,
0: you you mentioned Wake Forest. Don't sleep on them. Big facts. I'm a big fan of Wake Forest. Big fan of Wake Forest – I'm still confused as to how Wake Forest can be good at, at football. <laughs> like that's something yeah, yeah. like they're never good in sports. I mean, outside of you know Basketball. Tim Duncan, you know what I'm saying? Like Tim I just Duncan I just, and Chris just, Paul. Like what do you got? Yeah, and you know we don't speak on a point all, but you know I, I'll let MJ get get that off. <laughs> I'll, I'll let he you cool. know he was a man. He was a man at Wake Forest. I, I know he was punching Julius Hodge in the nuts. Yeah, wake forest i know he was doing that uh but is there disrespect like that's something i know with, with the current top twenty five rankings everyone was a little surprised there was a few things that were surprising to me like why is a m still ranked oh man i don't i don't understand that and is there disrespect for wake Forest? like and then obviously notre dame everyone's you know for for a kid that grew up here in the tri state with no real college f- football allegiance you kind of were Defaulted into following Notre Dame. Yeah, me not seeing Notre Dame ranked when they're supposed to be good is jarring. So, like, what 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 did you see from this latest top twenty five rankings that stood out to you?
1: I mean, well, one of the things is actually just they gave Texas a little credit. They gave Texas some credit. Yeah, because uh, I don't think I don't they weren't ranked. I don't think they were ranked in the top twenty five prior to the the game. I don't think so. Let me see. I don't think they were ranked. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Um. Yeah. Other than you know, I think the top five looks good right now. Uh. I, honestly, the top 10 Mm-hmm. I, I I like it so far. You know, I like like where I like Georgia's number one now. Right. I feel like they should have been just number one from the beginning. But Bama just has the reputation, so they're always going to be that. Uh, I'm not mad at Ohio State at number three. I'm definitely sure. not
0: mad at Michigan being number four. Yeah, not mad at that. So I'm not you, you, mad you, at that. You you think it's okay that Ohio State is is one spot above y'all?
1: I, I'm okay with that right now. right
0: now, okay. We
1: got okay. to play. We got at the end of the day, we got to play each other.
0: Facts. So
1: it don't matter. We got to play each other at the end of the day. And you see what we did to them last year.
0: And okay, I talk got, talk that shit. I Let's think, go now.
1: I think we can we can continue that this year. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. We don't have no stars, star stars on defense like we did last year, right? But we got a defense that's that's you know we we got some speed out there that can hang. And okay. Depending well, on depending on Ohio State's you know health uh-huh. with uh, with Jackson Smith and uh, and and Jimba, His, his, depending on his health, you know, they, they always, they're going to have the receivers, but they don't got the guys that they had last year. They don't got the Chris Olave, who's been actually destroying us other than last year. He's been destroying Mm. us since he was a freshman. Okay. And, and, um, homeboy, uh, they don't have Garrett Wilson, but, you know, little Marvin Harrison, he does look good, but I think, (laughs) I think we have a, we have a defense that can hang now, can finally hang with them and can give them trouble, but we okay. also, I think, as Michigan, I think with the new QB change, we have the offense that can really hang if the defense, you know, gets in
0: trouble. Okay. And just just to clean this up, Texas was not ranked before this week. So, yes, they did make the jump from unranked to jumping into number 21. And, so, even and, with a loss, but it was a good loss.
1: It was a good loss. Against the number one team, they had them on the ropes. It took the
0: final drive for them to beat them. Right. It took Bryce Young going into the phone booth, coming out as Superman. They had that corner blitz off the edge where he should have been dead to rights, and he yeah. spun out of that. Exactly. Awesome way exactly. And, and, and Also first down.
1: And with the backup QB and still almost won that.
0: Facts. So, yeah, I, I agree. T- Texas deserved that jump up into the top 25. Um again, I don't know why AM AM is there. They went down 18 spots uh to number 24 with a bad loss. Uh let me see here. And then they it's, still gotta
1: still got to go through a gauntlet
0: of they gotta go against they got the U this week. See? That's not easy. I mean, like it's they, they could not, not
1: right losing. now. Not right yeah. now.
0: This, not, this this is not a good time to, to be playing the U. Yeah. Uh we're gonna see.
1: And they're going to find out Texas A and M Texas A and M, right? Right. Uh, they they they're giving them that reputation of, I guess, Jimbo maybe, and being mm-hmm. in the SEC. But other than the Johnny Manziel years, were they ever anything?
0: Nope. It was so, it, it was a lot of fluff and family. You know, obviously, um, what was man's name? Sumlin. Some yeah. Sumlin. Yeah, yeah Kevin was, Sumlin. Kevin Sumlin. He he had some momentum, for sure, but. It wasn't it was never gonna be sustainable. Like like yeah. I think that that's the problem with AM. Like it's so college station is so far away. Like even to recruit within Texas, it's a hard sell because it's so far away from Dallas or Houston or anything that's substantial.
1: Yeah. So I think I think uh Yeah, because and then you know, Ole miss Ole Miss don't look bad. And he Ole miss you know they gotta go through, they gotta go through them. You know, the, the new research. Arkansas, right now, they got you know Arkansas. So they they got that 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 SEC West ain't gonna be easy for them.
0: No, no, and so. it's, it's it's definitely not not a cakewalk. Now here's something I know for for you: Michigan, Ohio State, always a thing. Is there something with Michigan State? Mel Tucker is not for play play. You know, are are you buying into what Mel Tucker is building over there with the Spartans? Like, I know they're not of y'all caliber yet. I understand, I get it. But Mel Tucker, low key, is building something that seems to I mean, be sustainable.
1: I, I mean, I got to give it to him because they what they got us. Facts. <laughs> they got Facts. us. Facts. But I think I think you know this year we got them at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we we get them after a buy. Okay so we get even more time to prepare and those those dudes are going to be uh hungry for for revenge. Yeah. Now not not that it, you know, and in and in, in in the state of Michigan, they 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 value that that rivalry just as much. Sometimes some would say even more if you're in state, if you're from Michigan, you know, that rivalry is it's it's up there with the Michigan Ohio state. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, the way our schedule looks, I think they're going to be our biggest test right now. The way the way we look in if we – Even more than they, Ohio State? They're going to be our – because we got – Ohio State's at the end of the season.
0: Okay. okay. Okay.
1: Michigan State's in the middle of the season. It's always the middle of the season. Um, The way we're looking, the way our schedule is, you know, Penn State can give us uh, maybe – Come on, but man! I think you ain't worried
0: about no Nittany Lions. Come on, man!
1: I'm not. I'm not. But I'm not going to sleep because they they can be sneaky on us sometimes. Okay. At times they can be sneaky on a lot of teams for some reason. But I think there are there they are our real tests right now. Um,
0: before Ohio State, got you. That that's, well, that's that's
1: the game to watch out for.
0: Here's something I want to bring up: App State. Fresh off going into College Station, taking 1.5 million to play that game, Mm -hmm. and then getting the dub. How are they not in the top 25? I mean, we we talked about them almost beating UNC. I guess you hold that L against them. I guess, but like,
1: not only they're not in the top 25, but especially with them, they're having um, game day there.
0: That's what I'm saying. First time ever. That's huge. So how do you not
1: put them in the top 25?
0: I don't get it. Even Marshall. Fresh off going into Notre Dame, beating Notre Dame, like you could make a case for Marshall to get sneak in there. I'm not saying they gotta be in the top 20. You could put it like if you I, told I, I'll me... say
1: Marshall gets a vote. I don't say I wouldn't say over for what app state, but okay, I guess maybe the loss against North Carolina might have something to do with it, maybe. Right. But they I they guess, went toe-to-toe with, with North Carolina. I think if I think if they win that game, they will be in the top 25,
0: obviously. Got you. Interesting. But,
1: but they're no one to sleep on right now. We'll see.
0: No. No. <laughs> like, it, they, they, they are not a cupcake by any stretch. Like, you know, look, I mean, no offense, but y'all y'all learned that years ago. Yeah, y'all mean, learned you know, about by state years ago. I, I you know didn't want you saying? to bring that up. Right. My bad. But, you know, <laughs> I, I had to go there a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I just think um, – it's, it's weird. Obviously, it's only two weeks in, so it's, n- yeah, it's nothing about. only but two crazy weeks in. About, it's you know only what what two weeks
1: in. Once we start getting the conference play, real conference play, because you know sometimes some teams play conference, you know early, but mm-hmm. but once we start getting into it, we'll start figuring out teams where teams are going to what they look like. But in this these first two weeks, you know, I like
0: the top. I like like I said, I like the top ten right now. Okay. Okay, you you wouldn't change anything in regards to the top ten. You wouldn't move anybody out of the top ten.
1: Nah, there's no one I see like who needs to be moved right now.
0: Okay, unless you think I I don't know I I, I feel like <sighs> yeah I don't really see no one that I think is like a clear snub at this point. I mean I'm not I haven't checked in too much of Oklahoma State, so I'll you know I'm pretty much familiar with the rest of the top ten, but Oklahoma State I really just haven't tapped in on too much yet. So I'll just take their word for it that they're sure. better than, you know, Michigan State and Miami for right now. But if if the U goes and beats Texas A&M, I don't care if Oklahoma State beats fucking Arkansas Pine Bluff. I think the U needs to be in the top 10 if they go and and, and beat, you know, A&M. So I'll, I'll let them rock for now. But, yeah, I really don't see any movement that I will put. I mean, well, here's one thing. How is Baylor still in the top 20? Took a L, not a bad right. L it wasn't a good L either like Texas was a good L yeah Baylor was not a good L yeah what they dropped eight eight spots eight spots that's I mean again I it's early but it's just a little weird trends here or there I think sometimes some of these voters just go based off rep yeah. rather than how teams are currently playing like at that moment um because if that's against Wake Forest to me will be a lot higher than 19 yeah but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll keep track of that. And I think that this is something like, obviously, um, MJ knows what he's talking about. You can hear it here. This is MJ of the Not That Serious podcast. Look out for them. Subscribe and rate to their podcast. Just got to deal with Blue Wire podcast network. So tap in on that. And uh, he's a guy that knows his college football. He Obviously, you can hear it from what he's saying. He's breaking it down. We will look past his biases towards Go Blue in Michigan. But you see he has a well-rounded perspective on all things college football. So I'm going to continue here with MJ and tap into Heisman. The Heisman thing, we talked about Bryce Young earlier. I mentioned if CJ Stroud can maybe get in that mix as well. But who do you think are potential contenders to try to vie for that statue that everyone wants come in New York in a few months? Like, who do you think is in that Heisman house? Who do you think is, you know, at the stoop trying to get into the crib? Like, what do you think so far?
1: Well, I think right now, the way... Bryce Young did his thing on Saturday and that dipping under that corner blitz kind of was like a Heisman moment Big type sense. right there. Yeah. Two guys out west that I'm looking for. Okay. Looking looking at. Caleb Williams and uh and uh was it Jameson Addison? Yep. Yep. Those two. Mm. Especially under and especially under somebody who had Heisman winners under his offense also true yeah so they they can and also he was with him <laughs> last year right so he's has kind got of, he's familiar and then you know you just got that they can put up those pack 12 numbers
0: yeah I, I think USC is such a sleeping giant right now like I think what well, what Caleb Williams has been able to do Another guy with just like DJ, a lot of fanfare, five star, all that type of shit. And the way he's looking, Lincoln Rally, again, a lot of pressure from him, big name, a lot of big talk about his system and what it can do, open up the offense, yada, 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 bring SC back to what it was. Bruh, I just don't see a lot of flaws in what he can do. Like, obviously, it's early. So, again, we're prefacing everything, it's early. But right now, he has the second best odds, according to those who are in the know, allegedly. And I think it's for a very good reason. Like, I just and they can really be a playoff team. I think you, you spoke on what you sent me leading up to this is that you think they could be a playoff team. Like, like, walk me through what you're seeing so far or what you project for. Forget what you see so far. You think they could be a playoff team. You think they could be in that four? To make the playoff, I why think, do you think SC can be there?
1: I think because uh, other than other than you know maybe a conference can get two in. Like let's let's say Michigan, Ohio State go undefeated to their matchup. Mm-hmm. One of them wins, they win the Big Ten championship. I can see them being like having a two team in there with the ACC with. I think you know Clemson not being the clear. I don't think they're a clear cut favorite. Okay. Um, And I think, I think SC has a chance to run, to run the table in that that conference. That's wild. And if they can run the table, and go undefeated, they can get in. Mm. Why
0: not? I I agree. I agree. Like I'm, I'm a big believer in Caleb Williams. Um, I have a yeah. lot of friends that live in Vegas that are like Cali transplants, So they've been hyping me up on Caleb ever since, you know, the whole thing died. He is also nice. He is also like, look, they got
1: a three headed monster. They yeah. got
0: a, they got a SC is back for real already. Yeah. Already.
1: You know, I don't, I don't really see a, like I like in my, in my prediction, I think, I think it, it can be USC versus Oregon for, the I agree. for a championship. Yeah. Maybe I don't, I don't, I haven't seen too much of what Utah looks like, but mm.
0: right now I, I see USC, Oregon. I agree. And, and and if you're telling me it's between Kayla Williams and Bo Nix for something on the line, I'm going Kayla Williams. I'm going all day. Kayla Williams. <laughs> yes. I'm going so. Kayla
1: and, and uh, Jordan Addison. I said James, I think Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison. Copy that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's. Yeah, I'm, I think USC is on the verge of, like, how, look, we, we've talked about Texas maybe being back. We talked about the U maybe being back. I think we could go ahead and say SC is back. SC like, is
1: back. The only bad thing, the only thing is they don't have a defense, especially with Lincoln, where they don't have, but that's the Pac-12 right. in general.
0: It, there it is. You know what I'm saying? Like But They're yeah. going to put
1: up points. They're definitely going to put up points,
0: though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the horses for sure so all right let's see who else we got here in this in this heisman thing so obviously we talked about cj bryce is bryce you know look you're you're, you're a big michigan guy charles woodson won the heisman as a defensive player do you think will anderson has any chance like i was what, what i was will going anderson to mention do? him
1: i was going to say he can be a name he can be he can be a hutch from last okay. year because okay. at the end of the day he what he won the awards over Hutchinson last year that's true he won a lot That's of defensive awards over him.
0: When you think about it, yeah. And he uh, he was a
1: he was a game changer last week. Damn sure was. You saw he, and he saw what he Big can style. do and saw what he he does. So I think he can definitely be that defensive player. I don't think he can be a defensive player that could win it, but definitely can be a finalist for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and I think he deserves that. I think he deserves to be a finalist. I think he deserves to make that trip to New York. He should be recognized on that scale because he is a game changer at any yeah. level. I think yeah. He's going to go to the league and do damage. He'll be the balls. top defensive player taken. For sure. For sure. So Maybe
1: even first player taken. Woo! Now that's a take. It, it depends on
0: what right, uh, of the course. needs
1: of the whatever team. Well,
0: I mean, shit. If it's the, uh, let's see, who stinks?
1: If, if it's, it's Detroit,
0: the f- then a the QB is going first. If it's the Falcons, the QB is going first. Yes. If it's the Jaguars, I don't think a QB would go first. But w- would you take Will Anderson though? If you're the Jet, ja- is he that good? If you're Jacksonville, where he's got to be the first guy, because then you have two good bookends. <sighs> Dude, that's, two guys coming that's up a Sell for me? No, I I agree with you. I I not think he'll be that good. It's just a hard sell. Knowing that I don't know, like, let's say Matter Trevor fact, gives you another mid-year. If he's mid, back he was mid with Urban, we'll throw that off. If that was Urban's fault, not his Urban, fault. But he's in a new system. He's New a, system. I think I think Pearson He looked died right on Sunday. He looked all right. Not yeah, great. It's not his he fault that, that tr- ETN don't know how to catch. That's true, too. It's true, too. So, so he's got some weapons now. Maybe not some, all weapons, but he's got some good
1: weapons. So I think I mean, maybe Houston, Houston would be would be another team that mm. would be at the bottom that would need a quarterback.
0: Yeah, yeah. What if uh, let's see, the Jets?
1: See, the only thing is because when you invest in a, in a player like that or in players so early in the first round, I don't know <sighs> if, if you want to do that. I slide right off Zach Wilson, but at the end of the, but then maybe.
0: You could flip him like they flipped Darnold. They yeah. found a sucker to take Darnold. They could find a sucker to take Zach Lucas. And also, Zach.
1: you you can you can shore up a defense because, you know,
0: you can help sauce out a little bit. Not, not true. No, if, if if that's the move, I'm not mad at that because I think low-key, they got weapons on offense. They just don't got a QB. They, they're yeah, a they QB a away. QB. Yeah. So yeah. you can either go crazy with the defense and overwhelm people and try to win games, you know, 13 to 10. With a defensive coach, too. Facts. So like if 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 that's the move, I'm not mad at that, but I don't know how much you can win like that in today's NFL. But that that's it's it will be interesting to see how how Will Anderson fares at the next level because I do think he's a one-of-one type dude. Yeah.
1: If if he could have, he could have came out last year.
0: Facts. Yeah, yeah. He's he was for sure ready last year. Yeah. Um let's see here. Is there anything in regards to I don't think Notre Dame's in trouble, per se. But Freeman, as a coach of color, we know he, how Notre Dame's track record he's is. He's in trouble. He's oh, in trouble. okay. All right. So t- talk to me why you think he's legitimately in trouble, because some he's people jump lost, off
1: the window. He's already lost three games this year. Not saying three games this season. Three games right, this year. this
0: year, because he took over for Brian Kelly in the bowl game. Now, and he lost.
1: granted, he took over in the bowl game and all that. Right, but right. Maybe you should have
0: went out and started recruiting instead of doing a bowl game, but that's neither here nor there. But but you know how they're going to treat us, correct? At at that position, correct? Ty Willingham, what up?
1: Yeah. So it's it's right now is not looking good. Okay. As of now, and they what they have a an SEC type schedule.
0: Yeah, they have a hard schedule this year. Normally, they they have the cupcakes lined up to try to fatten yeah, that record. I'm looking up. at
1: the schedule right now,
0: I guess they thought Marshall was going to be a cupcake, but they learned they learned North the hard Carolina, way.
1: And and their quarterback is out.
0: Yeah, that hurts too. That hurts.
1: You got North Carolina, BYU, Stanford. That's a rivalry game. We'll yep. see. You got Clemson on the schedule.
0: Ain't no cupcakes.
1: You got SC. It's not going to look good for that's, Notre Dame this year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If 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 you got peacock, you could be watching a lot of blowouts. You yeah, be watching a lot of blowouts because Notre Dame don't got the horses right now. No, nah, not right now. Um, yeah. I was I, mean, I was surprised he didn't go crazier in, in the in the portal. I thought he was gonna wow out in the portal, especially since they named him the coach so early. I figured I would give him a leg up. Yeah, on the comp, and they just kind of chilled.
1: Yeah, or maybe uh, the kids don't want to go there. It could I be, think
0: uh, I think it's. I, uh, it's, it's partially that. Mm-hmm.
1: Notre Dame doesn't have that
0: that it factor no more. I mean, they haven't no had more. that in a minute, right? They haven't had that probably in a had couple of decades.
1: Yeah, they haven't had it probably that was since nineties
0: thing, eighties like nineties thing. I
1: would say they probably they have it since Homeboy uh, Manti? Manti.
0: Yeah, Manti ruined the rep. <laughs> I think so a little bit. Catfished ruined the rep. I mean, uh, yeah, there's probably is something to that
1: it's that and then also the way television and, and our the way we are as a just in a society now where we can watch games anywhere. Right. And, and you right. have now you have since then, now you have the SEC network, you got the Big Ten network. Yeah. No, you I got think, all these you got Texas has their own
0: network. Like all that's this That's a huge point because right. I could tell you growing up, knowing that uh Notre Dame was always on NBC was a thing. Always
1: on NBC. They were always on. That was Exclusive the thing. You're always rights. gonna see. You're always going to see them on Saturdays, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 changes the the Blue Bloods because you know part of why I'm a Michigan fan, they were always on TV, right? They were one of the main, you know, they were always on ABC, and yep. then they they played at that time they played Notre Dame regularly is pretty much every year. Yep. So they were on either if they were the home team they'll be on ABC if they were the away team against Notre Dame they're on NBC.
0: Uh yeah. like
1: all that all that's changed now. All that's kind of changed now. So Notre Dame and also just being in South Bend, Indiana, being a Catholic school, you know, that kind of does it too.
0: Yeah, and the the academic standards they sort the to hold standards. themselves to a high level. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're not gonna get you're not gonna get those SEC kids. You're not gonna get them
0: goons. No. The goons are not pulling up. You're not gonna get, yeah, them. yeah,
1: but you, but that's that's the you see, now that's the crazy thing. Michigan can get those kids though, because
0: they still want to win. Ohio State, they still want to win. Yeah. goons pull up. we trying to get W's, we yeah. got 108,000 seats to fill. We need the goons, yeah. like
1: now. The academic standards are a little, are they're good, Michigan too, but they still they'll get them.
0: They find a way, they're hard a way to get That's stupid. They, they find <laughs> a way to get them, they yeah, find a way to car. Get them. Except yeah. for Rich Rod, me his Rich Rod, he oh, he, was God, was like, he was wounding a little bit too much. He was wounding a little bit too much.
1: He tried to he tried to be West Virginia Junior. Yeah, yeah,
0: he tried some Baylor shit. He tried to be fucking all brows with it. Yeah, I don't know what he was trying
1: to. I mean, I understand, and that's another thing. I think, a, we would have had hardball Then would be different. It would be a different story. Mm-hmm. Had we got him then, or have we got less miles, or because we had a decent year that year, um, but you know we had Ryan Mallett. Who was giant mallet? Fuck. And we had, and we had Mario Manningham. Probably would have stayed. Yeah. Uh, like all these players, like That's we still amazing. had some. We had some good players, but then he changed the code. We wanted to bring in, you know, that spread that West Virginia worked at West Virginia. Silly shit. And it, it, it didn't. We saw it didn't work at Michigan. And you saw Brady Hoke try to bring back. He he had a couple years where he tried to bring Michigan back a little bit, but yeah, it didn't work out. But he had to he had to use it with the rich rod guys like right when right. you in, when you in the Midwest when it gets cold and you got to run the ball and all that you can't be all crazy fancy and and then also getting all a bunch of Florida boys coming sure. up north yeah like that's it's gonna,
0: be, it's gonna be hard yeah so I guess as we like overly project here we, we, we talk some Heisman's. You gave me some conference championship talk. You gave me uh, SC as part of your college football playoff. It seems like you're, you're heavy on Georgia. We know how you feel about Michigan. But your third team that, that you told me for your college football playoff is a little surprising, especially since we talked about them earlier and we weren't t- type sure of where that program is going. We know where they were, but where they're going. Talk to me why you think Clemson has a legitimate chance to make the college football playoff. Reputation. Mm. They're,
1: you know, them being in the national championship like all the past few, you know, in this, in this decade, you know, Dabo and they always being the top of the SEC. And like I said, I was trying with my, I was trying to do more, not trying to get two teams from one conference in. Right. But that may end up happening anyways. It could be two Big Ten teams where I say it could be Michigan and Ohio State in. Or it can be two SEC teams, which they always end up doing, yep. which would be Bama. Yep. Any way you can get Bama in, that's what's going always, to happen. It's always a win, yeah. So, But I went in a way where I can get – I mean, I could put Oklahoma there maybe. I mean, they, they always hover. I could put Oklahoma there, but I put Clemson based off reputation
0: in the past 10 years. Okay. Okay. And, you know I, I think Oklahoma definitely has a chance I mean are, are you a big Spencer guy Spencer rattler are, are oh no, he's there more oh he bounced he's at South Carolina ah uh gotcha.
1: Dylan Gabriel is there Dylan um, G-
0: okay I gotta I gotta do the research on
1: him then. but you I got uh well he experience. was he was at remember he was at UCF
0: when Scott oh, that's the kid from there. you, oh, okay. Now, now, and
1: then I, I, think, I, think, I think, I think he went to Florida State and I, but I think he got injured again or something like that. he's, now he's these he's,
0: motherfuckers he's, bounce around,
1: man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you. they can bounce around they, really, really. Like, yo,
0: I'm out. One year, this ain't working. Peace. I'm out. Yeah. He's that kid. He's from Hawaii. Uh,
1: got you. Yeah, he was, he was at UCF during those years. Um, you know Brett Venables. I think he. I think he played. I think he played at uh, Oklahoma. Okay. Um. So he kind of he knows the culture and everything, and he has them looking good right now. They didn't really, other than they're losing their two quarterbacks. Uh, they still kind of look good. They, I think it could be, and the, and the, I mean, we'll see how Texas looks with with the backup now. Mm-hmm. But had Texas even. Even if they lost with the uh, Quinn Ewers there, I think they would have been a team, you know, I think it would have been three or four teams out of Big 12. Um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, and Baylor. Got you.
0: Interesting. Okay. So now if we want to project forward, out of that final four of Georgia, Michigan, Clemson, USC, you have your national championship game being Georgia, Michigan. Now, yeah. I'm going to remove the bias aside. I'm assuming you're doing that purely based off analysis and yeah. not bias. So walk me through a potential Georgia Michigan matchup and who takes it. If it's Georgia versus Michigan for it all, who you got? Now, I'm not I don't know if I can
1: say who takes it right now, but I say I'll tell you why I think Michigan. They look like a different team with JJ McCarthy in. They look who was like the just team. named the starter
0: for, for those who, who don't know. was just named
1: the starter who looked good. He looked good in his 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 uh in his reserve role when he comes in. Mm-hmm. The ball looks better it, it, it's coming off his hands bad like it he can run. He get, he's a, he has, he's a threat in the run like he's it, it, and everybody around him just looks more energetic. Uh they look like a different team. Uh I, I hate to say, you know, Cade, thank you for finally helping us beat Ohio State, but let's just <laughs> let's just say let's just let's just kinda be real with that. Right. We bully balled them in the run game. We bully balled them in the run game. Okay. And that offensive line was destroying them. Mm. And our defense was, was doing was doing great against them too but yeah offensively they just look like a totally different team they look like a team they look like Ohio State they, okay. and they look like they can hang finally and with this kid with his arm he's not throwing at their feet he's getting more receivers and he's he's getting our talented receivers involved i said and i said this to my friends who were Michigan fans also I like to see that we have more passing yards than rushing yards right now. Okay, he only he's only thrown one incompletion in the past two games, sorry, and they look sorry. good early. I mean, granted, yes, it's Colorado State, it's Hawaii, right? But it's right. A, and the only and the only reason and this kid is young, and he 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 had the talent to maybe overtake last year, but I think he didn't have the maturity. And then just the grasp of the offense. But now I think he has it now. And then just couple that with the talent and just his arm like he has he has everything. And he he's not a game, he's not just like Cade was a game manager. Mm-hmm. We need more than
0: that right now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was at IMG for a reason.
1: Yeah, right? and, like... and you see and you see what what happened against Georgia in the playoff. Mm-hmm. We see we needed some firepower. He he misses a lot of throws. He 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 throws at the feet. He didn't have like a great arm, but he was a game manager. But we also just had a really great run game and a great offensive line too. Now let's 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 have our great run game that we still have. I think we might have a Correct. better. I think we have a better, uh, you know, more upgrade. You know, Hassan Haskin wasn't even a true running. Well, he was a running, but he he was came in as a linebacker.
0: Interesting,
1: but Blake Corum, he's, he's Blake stuck Corum. There with it. yeah, and then yeah. Donovan Edwards, who can not only just be he can be like what uh let's say like like was it like Curtis Samuel somebody was kind of like that H like that can be the running back slash receiver. You can you can have him in the backfield, you can have him out wide. We have the type yeah. of offense that Ohio State has been having.
0: Got you. Okay,
1: I like that, and that's why just- I think I think with with JJ it's it's a different story. I think it's a it's a it's a team that we look good. Everybody's just energized around them. Everyone's keeping up that energy and stuff. We need more than just a game manager. And we haven't had <laughs> that we honestly haven't had we've had two do- types of quarterbacks, but we never had it in one. We've had mm. had the electric type guy, Denar Robinson mm. Mm-hmm. Or we have the True. game managers, the Chad Hennies, the John Navars, yes. like all of, but we never had the yeah. that type of guy in one guy, and and we thought we go, we thought we might have had it in Shea Patterson, right? But we learned we didn't. But I think this kid
0: is is the real deal. So no fear in terms of going up against the horses that George is going to bring, because as as we talked about earlier, we know. The talent that Georgia could trot out there is nuts right now. It's better than what Alabama's been able to put out there in years past. You're not concerned. I think we can what put what up points. They can do against, up front.
1: I think we can put up points. Okay. I think we can do – I think we can be unpredictable for once mm. against a team like Georgia. I like that. That's, that was the problem even – like we were predictable, mm-hmm. very predictable. But I think it's – like I said, it's 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 more open with this kid because he can do a lot more than just throw. We can do a lot more than just
0: run. I think yeah, we're a little bit more un- unpredictable. That definitely dynamic. Um, it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I'm certainly here for it, and I, I definitely want to bring you on as, as the season goes on to kind of just, you know, check the pulse of see how things are progressing. Um, any thoughts in regards to any surprises you think we may see this upcoming season? Just something where you know, we're, we're pretty much looking at chalk more or less. We're seeing teams in the top 10 progress. We know how top-heavy-cut football actually is. Even though it may be more wide open, we, we kind of get a feel early of who's legit and who's not barring injury. Is there a team that's kind of on that next tier, on that next tier that's not top 10, but maybe in that 11 to 25 range that you think might legitimately be able to sneak into that mix? Or are we looking at, the top ten is going to be more or less the top ten with a little bit of fluctuation here or there for I, the majority kinda, of the year.
1: I kind of think what you said earlier to me about Wake
0: Forest. Okay, now I'm, start, I'm, I'm starting. To I'm, of, I, I'm starting
1: to kind of see because another QB one um, alum uh, Talk who, about was underra- who was underrated there, and you think oh, you know because they always had the big because I, I forget what season he was in, but you know. You know, they had Justin the years it was Justin Fields was on that show. Um, uh, well, DJ was kind of on it, he was on it, yeah. but was, it wasn't, wasn't about him. Focus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, who else? There was a few other, uh, few other guys that mm-hmm. were on it. I know, um, the little, little guy Tate Martell. Let me see how he turned yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think he. Even left from last year, you know, and I think yes. the momentum from last year, he's kind of – you kind of see you got to watch out for Wake Forest. Watch out for Wake Forest. Uh Miami, another one. Okay. We'll see Miami, what Miami can do. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's just – like I said, I see USC just taking Pac-12. Uh, they look good. You know, those four teams I mentioned in the Big 12 can be a little uh watch out for as well. Um yeah.
0: Yeah, it other than, yeah, Wake Forest, maybe Wake, Wake Forest. Forest, cool. I'm yeah. here for it. So look, I I, I want to thank MJ for pulling up, um, dropping us some 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 gems. Oh, Matter of fact, hold up, hold up. Let, let, let's tap into more of how you've gotten to know what you know about college football and your other exploits. I don't wanna just make it seem like you come on, you do this and they could be up out of here. I want people to kind of get to know you a little bit. What what well, I guess one since you're clearly a big, a big, amazing blue guy with um, Michigan, how did you get into tapping in on Michigan, and how did that spawn maybe your love for college football? You know what's
1: crazy? I think part of it was because of the Fab Five. Being I'm a nine, I'm an '80s baby. Uh, you know they were popular then, and I, this is why I tell people how I became a Michigan fan. I seen a, a sweatshirt, and my, you know my mom or dad, my probably most like my mom. And it might've been around the Fab Five time and seen the Michigan sweatshirt in my my drawer one day and I put it on. I think that's what made me become a Michigan fan. And then with Michigan always being on TV, you know, uh, at the time I grew up on the West Coast. So, you know, after cartoons, college football is on, Michigan will always be one of the teams that was on. So Michigan always being on TV was the thing and then also I fell in love with with uh, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson's really the reason why I'm a Raiders fan. Because I was a big Michigan fan and then once he I, I became a Raiders fan probably the year before he got drafted and then once he got drafted to them that's when I truly became a Michigan fan or a Raiders fan. Gotcha. So I I'm, I'm a big Charles Woodson fan. He's my he's my one of my all-time favorite players. You know, I, I work in television production. I work a lot Monday Night Football. When he was on that Monday Night Football crew, there you go. I would see him. He's one of the players that I would freeze <clears> up. <throat> you know, Really? My, my birthday is February 24th. So that's two and 24. Those mm, are his numbers.
0: It was, it was meant to be.
1: So, like, so he was, he was my guy. And that's how I became. I've been a big college football fan since... I would say yeah, since mid 90s and Okay. And then once you know NCAA football came out that's when I really started I was that kid that was I was putting in the name. I was going on rivals.com and and getting all the roster names and, and cuz I hated seeing the QB number 1 and and all yes. that. Yeah. And then also I wanted to you know that 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 mode in the Madden where you can draft, you know, after you finish you know your uh, dynasty mode on a uh, NCAA mm-hmm. uh, you, you can, you can, draft draft, draft, you can right? em- export the track and import them to yeah. Madden. So I always want to put the names in and I would do that. So that's when, that's kind of how, you know, I always, I'll always be on rivals.com ever since I was in <laughs> high school, always be on rivals, always checking still to this day, kind of, not as much as I used to, but like, yeah, I used right. to always want to check up on rivals and, and all that. So, yeah, I've been and always finally bringing the game back, right?
0: The the the, the game is finally coming finally back. Finally
1: going bring the, I haven't honestly. I haven't. I don't even think I. I still got a PS three. That's how long I've.
0: And I think the, oh, yo, you know, uh, MJ, come on, man, come on, yo, MJ, not nah, chill, chill, come on, man, we gotta upgrade the. Fine I mean, my is my, not my, that hard, the fine.
1: my my focus was more on other things, buying
0: camera equipment and stuff like
1: that. So okay, that's why it to okay. turn the difference. It, you know, I got a little matured a little bit. I was like, the cameras more meant a little bit more at the time but like gotcha. the last you know the last big game was that ncaa 14 word real shit though yeah yeah so so like that and i was the man and you ask all my friends i was the man on that game okay okay the man on that game
0: winning so tournaments
1: winning anything i was the one you know, Madden, I was the man, but I, you know, I can I can get gotten Madden a few times. Okay. Like NCAA was my, that was where I, I knew where and I knew who to play. And obviously I used Michigan. I used to use Michigan with oh. like, you know, Braylon Edwards and and, and Steve <sighs> Breston and stuff like that. Chris Perry,
0: oh, my Edwards, great waves,
1: yeah. So like, and then Braylon Edwards is another. You know, I got my the, my prom suit was because of Braylon Edwards. I try to you know emulate his draft suit.
0: And, 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 yeah. okay this is so, a real like, fan right here this is a yeah, real so, fan yeah, right, right
1: now I'm a real amazing blue everybody knows not to mess with me on Saturdays when they're on mm-hmm. everybody knows not to talk to me if they lose like <laughs> don't like yeah I'm a I'm a true I like my sat. I, I love Saturdays more than Sundays
0: got you and did did that help spawn your career path because obviously clearly you, you've been able to work with you know professional sports leagues and tapping and then be a part of that. Well, was that part of the catalyst to make you pursue that passion?
1: Yeah, a little bit. And also, just like, and matter of fact, my first, so my first, I think my first NCAA game uh, that I worked was that Halloween where Notre Dame was ranked, oh, when Temple was ranked, and College Game Day was in, in Philly. Mm. And it was a Halloween. That was my first uh, college game I ever worked. And then actually my first Michigan game I ever attended I was actually working. Okay, against Rutgers, uh, they blew them out. The, the year we had that twenty sixteen year, we had Jabril Peppers and everything like that, and obviously we blew Jabril. Rutgers out. Of course. But That's yeah, that that kind of that kind of what it was too, and yeah, just always wanted to be you know, put two of my passions together: football and 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 camera work, and you know, yeah. So that 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 definitely go, went hand in hand.
0: So I guess what what do you think's been like the most craziest thing that you've been able to capture with your camera? Like, well, what's been the craziest sports moment, or even something off the field, maybe? Like, just, or well, I guess we'll keep it sports for now. But like, what what's been the craziest thing or the most dopest shot or footage that you that you're proud of in your career? One of them
1: I I'm, I'm very proud of. I always put it and it's like part of my reels and stuff. Um, I work for Bellator MMA. Mm. And I used to do like the behind the scenes, the like for packages, the non-broadcast stuff, with more art stuff, more, you know, getting a little animals, artistic stuff to it. Uh one of the the one of the fighters, uh, her name was uh Veda Ortega. Okay. Uh she had a hashtag on Twitter and stuff. It was Team Vita. And there was another Little girl with cancer, and she had the hashtag Team Vita, and you know they kind of conflicted, but they they you know the little girl they like reached out to each other. It's like, hey, we got the same hashtag, and it's like, oh, you know, she's doing it because you know she's you know this little girl with cancer, Mm -hmm. and they end up becoming friends, but they never met each other. You know, they talked on social media, maybe through text or whatever, and then one of the fights that Vita was having she little Vita met big Vita. And that was one of the moments I've, I captured the moment of them meeting for the first time ever.
0: Damn, that's lit. So,
1: and, and that's still on, that's still on, on Bellator's YouTube page to this day. And it's awesome. just one of, one of the coolest moments. It was oh, one shit. of my, one of my first things where I was uh, working for them that I did. And then everything other than uh, just, you know, I used to do the B-rolls type stuff, just getting my footage on there. You know, millions of people were seeing that. It's on right. network television. Like, that. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: I, yeah, that's that's dope. I think that's something where working in TV production or just media production, it's always funny to just look at stuff like, oh, yeah, I was a part of that. Or, yeah, I yeah. did that. And just see other people just looking at it like it's normal shit. Be like, yo, you don't know the work that went into that. You don't know the editing that went into that. You don't know the prep time. Post-time, all that type of shit that goes into something that's casually just viewed millions of times. Yeah, yeah, that that's
1: definitely dope. That's probably my dopest moment so far. Uh until I get to film the Super Bowl. That's that's one of the goals or the
0: national championship game. That was gonna be my 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 next Or the question. World what Series. Is? Or the World Series. Okay, so your 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 next goal is to be on a field for a championship where a championship is decided and to yeah. be able to capture those moments. Yeah. Dope. Even if it's not the Dodgers. Even if it's not the Dodgers. Okay. But, you okay. know, Dodgers will most likely be in the World Series, so. Okay, all right. Talk, talk, talk that shit, okay. So that, I mean, so. that the Mets may have something to say if, if, if they can make it that far, if they yeah. don't trip I mean, and fall down themselves.
1: They're already tripping already. They've uh, to lose they the have. division. They, so. have. they have.
0: Dodgers already clinched. I mean, I mean, with the fucking payroll y'all got, I would hope so. I with mean, the payroll it's, y'all it's, got, not, like, it's not
1: all payroll, man. It's, it's I, not. I
0: understand. Friedman's out here doing it. I understand. I got we, you. We we got a It's great, nerds with money. It's the worst combination ever. It's nerds with money. We got a great farm system. We got, a, right? great, I got, we got you. a
1: lot of homegrown guys. I, I understand. We I think you able to go out there get hooky though. Hey, that
0: was a trade. That was I a mean, trade. Just, yeah, but you had the assets, right? You had the assets and then the payroll to then... You know what the I'm saying? Same. Like they,
1: we know how to make moves. We know how to make moves,
0: <laughs> and we know how to
1: scout. Right, right. I got and, you. And we're, in, and we're in a great destination. Yeah, very optimal, always, always. So, yeah, man. So that's 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 the goal. That's that's always that's that's the goal. That's always been the goal. Like I've already got the like I said. I worked at Bellator. Got some do some dope stuff. Got to work with yeah. some cool people. Got to meet some cool people. Got to meet some fighters that I love. Uh, after a while, you get numb to
0: it. Uh, that's what I, t- yo, let's touch on that. Cause I've been doing this media shit, sports media shit for like 13 years. And people always like, oh, well, did you get excited when you met so and so or whatever? And I'm like, that shit is old now. Like, if an NBA player walks through my office, that's not a big thing anymore. If I go to an event and I'm standing next to a football player and I gotta, you know, interview him real quick or get him prepped or whatever. That's not a big deal anymore, but I think fans from the outside just view, like, every time we see someone, we're, like, falling down over ourselves because it's, oh, you're so-and-so. Like, after a while, that shit does get numb.
1: Yeah, yeah. It also depends because, like I said, Charles Woodson, it depends on the player.
0: That was different for you. Like, that was some personal shit, some childhood shit for you.
1: Uh, Yeah. If I I see Michael Jordan, I might think.
0: Really? Even right now?
1: Oh, oh, I'm a— Before any, before Michigan, before Raiders, even before Dodgers, I'm a diehard Bulls fan. All
0: right, now wait, hold on, hold on. See, now I I didn't know this. Now, if 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 you want to go down the path of Chicago Bulls, I can tap in. I'm I'm no longer a fan because of post Jordan. I was born in '87. Okay, so we we are both '80s babies. So we know the impact of Jordan. My name is Michael. That also helps. My Your name is also
1: MJ. MJ. right? You know, so my dad was a Bulls sense. fan, whatever. But like obviously they were winning. But also, my birthday is a week after his. So getting Jordan, so getting Jordans for my What's birthday was a thing. It? Right, right. Um, you know, my sister. I always joke about it every year when she. My sister was born June fourteenth, nineteen ninety eight. That was Game Six of the Finals. The shot, and I remember. She was born that day, but the thing I wanted to do, let me get back home. I want to watch the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Interesting. so,
1: yeah. I was a, I'm a, I'm a diehard Bulls fan. Still, still to this day, you stuck so, through. I had, I had an Eddie Curry jersey. All right. Oh
0: See, I had a Tyson Chandler.
1: I had, I had, I was I had still a, there. I have an authentic Kirk Heinrich jersey that I bought. See, no, I couldn't at, go
0: that far. See, you wilding well now That I bought
1: at the NBA well. store senior trip Fifth at Avenue. At the, at the NBA, no, uh, down in in Orlando, oh, down in, Orlando, at, right here, in, okay. in Universal at the NBA store, I still got it because it it don't fit, because it didn't fit then,
0: because
1: none of my jerseys fit then. But that was you the only get a Ben Bulls. Gordon that year. That I was think? the that was the one Bulls, and I think I think oh. yeah, I think I think at the time just Kurt Heinrich. I think and I think Damn. I kind of like Kurt, like he had he was nice at Kansas. He was I he was I, but the jersey though. Nah, it was the one and I was like, let me grab Damn, this. son. That's I still wild. got it because it's way too big. It was already too big for me then. Right, right. In the two thousands. Swimming in it now. Swimming in all of them. I'm swimming in my all, all my <laughs> throwback jerseys, like all my six
0: X jerseys back yeah, then. Yeah, I got yeah. the
1: I got the LeBron Cavs jersey.
0: Like the life you know, size one, like the actual that's like LeBron one.
1: That yeah, that should be on LeBron.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The 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 six eight version. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It shouldn't, yeah, we shouldn't have been dressing like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. So I been. I blame That's Fabulous. It. Facts. Always blame Fab. <laughs> That's why Magoo is better than Fab. Yeah. Um, so all right. So you're you're still a diehood diehard Bulls fan to this day. So you withstood the Tibbs era where he purposefully left D-Rolls out there to get hurt against Philly. You withstood him going out there running Luau Dang's knees into dust. Oh, I was there game six. Oh, wait, hold on now. See, now the pod, the pod's about to go in a whole different direction now. So that's one of the reasons I don't like the Sixers today. That makes sense. And, 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 I, and, I, and,
1: and honestly, it's not because of them beating us. Mm-hmm. It's because a friend of mine who is a Sixers. Uh, so other than, other than Jordan, mm-hmm. my second favorite NBA player of all time, who I've been a fan, like I said, I'm, I've been, my mom, Shout out to my mom, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. She she was a big sports fan. She, you know, Dodgers. All this like, you know, they're my family. They're Giants fans, but we, my entire family, are athletes. Okay. So sports, and especially with the Dodgers, and my family is a big going back to my grandfather. Um, but we are big in sports. That's a, one thing that bonded us. Uh, the, so the whole family, but. Mm-hmm. I've been watching Iverson since he was at Georgetown. Right. I thought, I used to think, I thought
0: Georgetown was an all black school. Me too. Me too. John Thompson, black ass coach. I thought, you know,
1: they were on above the rim. Facts. Yeah. Like all this stuff. The starter jackets, was the the starter jackets, the hats. I think I had, I was a big Iverson fan. So I've seen Iverson. I've, I've actually worked in a Bellator event, or oh no, it wasn't Bellator. It was boxing mm-hmm. at the Leo Cora Center. Iverson right next to me. I froze up. Big moment. Yeah, and like yeah. like he he's another one of mine, and then also you know we're the same age. So in the two thousands, he was my mm-hmm. first pair
0: of Reeboks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he, he was, was the only
1: reason kid. way to wear Reeboks back then. The only he was, he was my first pair of Reeboks. So so when that game six. And stupid CJ Watson gave the ball to Asik. Yeah. Omar Asik. And then my boy, he was at the game, but I wasn't with him. But he somehow found me and was just all in my face about it. And, to that, and that was the day I was like, I don't like Sixers. Mm. You know, I've never liked the Eagles because, like I said, my, f- my family were, I grew up in a Giants household. Right. You know? So I always, you know, not like the Eagles. I grew up in Texas at one point. So mm-hmm. there was one point I had, I, you know, it's law. You kind of got to root for the... Yeah. But, yeah, I, you yeah. know, we grew up in the 90s. I was a kid. Right. You know, right. I always always say is, my thing is, you, you should know your team before you hit puberty. You should have your team set. So, about the time you're 12, 13... Yeah. Whoever you rooting for then, so who you should be rooting for forever.
0: That's it. Yeah. And so,
1: like I said, with the Raiders, and I lived out in California. You know, I was what? I think it was like 10 or 11... Uh, you know, Woodson got drafted. A lot of my friends are Raiders fans, so I became a Raider fan. Like I said, always been a, always been a, always been a Michigan fan since you know midnight. Like probably I am not say maybe ninety five. Uh, that was such both, a
0: great era for sports. Bulls fan all era. my life. Great era,
1: and obviously I was a Dodgers fan before my mom was born. Right, <laughs> like, right. That's that's how right. deep. So that's when it comes, to when it comes to the sports fandom thing. I'm a diehard. I'm a diehard. I got broken, broken lawn, uh, furniture and stuff, and holes in the walls
0: because it's because of games and stuff like that. So, I got, yeah, man, can't believe you still hung on to the. I had to let them go. I just I couldn't keep up with it because I kept, I, my, my fandom don't work like that. I stick. I I got to stick beside them. T- Thibodeau burned us so bad That I had I couldn't I, I just Thibodeau couldn't
1: Thibodeau burned us And but, now I'm gonna admit In the past few years I haven't been on it like that Like I'm Okay real, so you're I'm slowly a, getting there Okay you know, I, I would go to the games My boy You know my, One of my boys uh, His brother works for the Sixers Would go like, I always went to games with him mm. always want to go to games But I was never really Because I was
0: on that Fire guard packs you Had through. to
1: fight like I, i've he, never
0: met anyone who was pro gar packs like if you yeah. had a if you had one brain cell you knew fire gar packs
1: yeah but the way they're moving now i'm kind of slowly getting and I and, and i admit in the past few years i haven't been the biggest on the basketball mm-hmm. like, because basketball is technically my first love you know like okay. i said my, my okay. mom played basketball my whole fa- family on my mom's side all everybody pretty much played basketball everyone's hoopers um, okay yeah my mom told me my mom was so nice. She could have gone to UConn in the eighties. Oh word, right? yeah. That's she, it. She, she had a letter from UConn, but UConn wasn't UConn then, right? Pre pre Geno. But she was. She was. She was. She was the. She was the nicest one out there up in Hamilton Steiner High School. Um, I think she. I don't know if she still holds records then, but she did hold records at some
0: point. Represent. But that's dope. But man. yeah.
1: But yeah, man. Bulls, they look good. I like the direction they're MJ, going. Don't
0: don't 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 fall for it, MJ. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Don't. I'm telling you, you are the homie. I want to see you do well. I don't want to see, see your stress levels go see, up. I I'm, don't want I'm, that. I, I don't want the anxiety I'm to creep spoiled. in. I'm spoiled, but just but just take those those chips, those six chips. Can no one take that from you? You got no, them. I'm
1: spoiled. I I I watched all those. Right. Only you good I, though. I I though. only one I don't. The only one I don't remember because I was just so young, and it might have been the, you know where we lived at the time. Over there, lived, lived in Germany, was the first one. In yeah. So, but I remember, I remember watching the Portland series. That's I remember me too. watching yeah. the Sun series. Yeah. I remember being upset when he retired, but I remember watching the game against the Knicks.
0: Right. Without Jordan. Oh, so okay, wait, 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 hang on. So you remember the bullshit call on Scotty against Hubert Davis in game six by Hugh Hollins that gave the Knicks the victory because Hubert Davis went up there and hit two free throws. It was a phantom call. It was a bullshit call. I think David Stern put the call in, like, we can't have the Bulls win without Jordan. It ruins the mystique. (laughs) So we gotta. Have, we'll let the Knicks sneak through this one time. So you do remember that,
1: right? I remember. I remember those. I remember watching. I remember. Oh, the Bulls can still do it without. The Jordan. Bulls are
0: going to beat the Knicks without Jordan, and then the call was put in, and Hugh Hollins did a a uh, uh, Tim Donaghy and made sure now, that they now. Had to granted, go
1: that. I didn't know all this uh, stuff
0: then because I'm a kid, right? Right. <laughs> and we don't. And I, we don't I'm have gonna... info that
1: info that we have
0: now, right. I was right. ju- I was in junior high school. I was coming home from a school concert. Of course, uh, I was singing in the chorus, and I was coming home, and I was we was pulled up to KFC in the parking lot, getting dinner on the way home, and I am listening to the game on the radio, and the Knicks announcers were screaming like Scottie Pippen murdered Hubert Davis. They was like, "Oh my God, what a foul by Scottie, intentional!" Da da da. And then I get home and I watch the highlight. I am like, he didn't touch him. Yeah, he didn't touch him. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't quite into oh, it like that. Being that I was just burns a kid. me to this day, and that's why fandoms a mental illness. That burn all the six chips, all that stuff. I can talk shit to Nick fans for the rest of my life, and they got to shut up. But if they ever bring up that one year without Mike, it does hurt just a little bit because I know they were going to beat the Knicks. Without Jordan. And they were probably going to win a championship without Jordan. I
1: don't know about that one.
0: They weren't going to be Houston. They were going to
1: be Houston. Or they weren't going to be Houston. I don't know, man. Not without Jordan. I don't know, man. I, Not without Jordan. Who's going to match up against
0: Olajuwon? N- no one is. That's fine. That's fine. Who's stopping Scotty? There Scotty was like third in MVP voting that year. You know what I mean? Scotty was on. That was his best year. Robert Ory was good, but he wasn't that good defensively at that point. Yeah, and definitely wasn't maybe, shooting threes yet. Maybe
1: Vernon Maxwell because he he matched up against Jordan six four.
0: Okay, I'll take Scotty on the block. Put Scotty on the block. That triangle. But I, I, I don't. I don't know. I obviously it's it's always it's always a coulda shoulda woulda, but I just feel we we were robbed of that of that opportunity. Because they had the Knicks, they were going to beat the Knicks. But the sexier matchup is Patrick Ewing versus Olajuwon. Yeah. You know the whole thing of two centers they played against, against each other in college. You gotta, gotta. I get it. But the call was put in. I'll go to my deathbed knowing that David Stern put the call in, just like Adam Silver got a call to make sure Robert Sarver's okay and he can't be touched. A call was put in. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm not gonna say all that, but I, like I said, because <laughs> you're trying to, you, you you might work for the NBA one day. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. you might but, work for the NBA one day. I get it. I'll take the heat. It's okay, MJ. I got it. But the Bulls, I was spoiled. I saw six championships. You won't saw, see another.
1: I saw the greatest NBA player of all time. There you go. Talk that. Shit. I I witnessed the greatest NBA player of all time. Okay, I've watched those games. I don't care. I would. I would. You don't come care home. what the LeBron people say. You don't care I what? Come, I would come home, mm-hmm. like, all right, Jordan coming on. None you else, man. I gotta matters. go
0: watch these games. I gotta go it, watch the game.
1: Oh, it. NBA. Ooh, coming home after church, NBA Sunday on NBC.
0: NBA on NBC. That music come on, that round ball oh, rock come on. Man. It's a wrap. That round ball rock come on. You know
1: what time it is? Yeah. Like, yeah, man. That, that dude was everything. And he, I don't, people just don't know, man. He'd be averaging about 40
0: easy. right now. Easy. I yeah, mean, easy. so so do, do you take the people seriously when they try to bring up, when you have the Nick Wrights of the world, they try to bring up LeBron and how his stats are so much whatever, better than Jordan. They try to make up all these metrics. Jordan did it in games less games. Better. Less games with less shots. With actual with less, defense. With, with less talent around him. With actual defense. That part too, you can hand check. You could wrestle him to the fucking ground and then he not be did called. All this
1: stuff, man. Like, yo. And he and he matured. He worked on his. Like, that, the man was different.
0: He got better at everything. He could be defensive player of the year and MVP in the same year. LeBron, he as was. great as he was, yes, he, he did do that. <laughs> he as, did that. And as great as LeBron is, he's never been that. He's never been the best defensive player in the league. And what MVP.
1: does Jordan have? What, like, four? What is he? All. NBA defense, like a million four, times. Just yeah, say a like, million
0: times, like damn near his whole career, except scoring, for scoring,
1: score. How many LeBron scoring, has won scoring, scoring titles?
0: Yeah, scoring titles, multiple defensive uh, All NBA defensive first team, not just all first defensive team. first teams. I think
1: wasn't multiple. he a, a, a steals leader
0: at one point? Steals leader, yeah. It's like he did have the most blocks for a guard up until D Wade. Like it, he's, he's he's he was that dude. He really yeah, was Black I, like I, Jesus.
1: I, I, I don't understand. like... I, I think people started to see when they like, they saw the last dance, and they're like, all right, maybe this dude was... Right, right. It sunk in. I'm it's like, I've been in. trying to tell you about this dude. It would be no LeBron without uh, Jordan. <laughs> be no Kobe without Jordan.
0: It would, Kobe is bootleg Jordan. It
1: might not be no Iverson without Jordan.
0: Facts. Look, he, he spawned so many generations of players. Like, whoever your favorite player is today, if you're under 25, his that player's favorite player was Jordan.
1: Yo, it's or not Kobe, that. which is
0: essentially Jordan again anyway. What the
1: players now, like what KD says about him, what Melo, like. Trust oh, the real oh, ones. He'll be, he'll be Adrian 40 today. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Yeah. LeBron's so own
0: peers are saying Jordan was better. His own peers.
1: They're not even saying like he's better. They're saying he can average 40 today. Right. <laughs> they are saying... Kevin Durant, a man who yeah. can probably average...
0: Who's a walking bucket.
1: Yeah. It's saying, yeah, Jordan would average yeah. 40
0: today. Because you you can't hack these guys. You can't touch these guys.
1: And there's some guys almost talking about 50. That's I,
0: Yeah. I mean, can you imagine... Like, look, Steph Curry is Steph Curry, right? But you put Jordan in that type of offense... Where he could get three, four screens in a row just to free him up, Jordan would be shooting threes.
1: Yeah, he would. You, you think he won't evolve with the game? Yeah,
0: he evolved. He evolved his game to be a mid-range assassin. Once he realized his 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 athleticism was slowing down, he yeah. matured. His game got stronger, got bigger, and more fundamentally sound. He would be shooting threes, and he would be shooting. I don't. I don't be out of a Steph Curry clip. No, he would definitely be upper thirties. No, in today's NBA, he would be 37, 38% from three. And his IQ is crazy. He won't be chucking
1: threes all the time. Right. He's going to get the best shot.
0: Yeah. He's not averaging eight threes a game. He would give you five, six threes and shoot 38, 39%. He's going to give you the best shot every time. He's not going to, he's going, hey. And he's dropping dimes off. And he's he's hitting the glass. And he's running the break. And he's playing D against the other teams best and way. And
1: he's making your teammates better. He's making people around him better. And he's now, playing 40 minutes. <laughs> now gr- now granted, granted, he's not doing it in a way is like, oh, he's rock No, he's he's a he's a a general, like a true He's a dog. I think I think you know, I, I know he's not your favorite guy, Rogan, but I think it was oh, somewhere in good. Rogan where they were saying guys like him, if it wasn't for if there was no sports and we were all in this kind of like weren't as modern as we are now, guys like him are generals mm-hmm. in the
0: military. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I mean, he, you saw it in last dance for sure, but the stories have always been there. The way that he was hard on people in practice, coaches included, staff included the way that he demanded the most of everyone around him, because he said, I'm putting the work in. If I'm the best player out here and I'm still putting in the work, then you can't come in here half-assing it, Jason yeah. Caffey. You can't come out here. Oh, Jesse. Jason Caffey <laughs> you know was my dude back. That yeah. was my dude at one point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't be Dickie Simpkins like you and you're not, you're not, running, you're not finishing he was, your suicide. He was, he was
1: making us winners. Right. trying to make us better. And, he, and guess what? He did it.
0: Leading by example. He or did. he'd be in your face cussing you, cussing you out in front of everyone or icing you out Bill Cartwright. Like, either way, his point is going to get across.
1: Yeah. Come on, man. The Leaders man need. was different. The man was different. For
0: sure. I like,
1: I, you know, I, I, and LeBron's my third favorite player. Okay, but, so it's
0: Jordan, Iverson, LeBron.
1: Jordan, Iverson, LeBron. Okay. Okay.
0: Now, is Iverson better than LeBron as a player? No. Okay. All right. So. No top five NBA players of all time who you got I won't do the Mount Rushmore that's only four we'll go five any era era it, it, I don't do era talk so you could do any era
1: see my top five is not gonna be ordered other than number one okay number one is gonna be Jordan okay LeBron's gonna be in there okay Shaq is gonna
0: be in there okay We will tackle that one on another pod, okay? Steph is going to be in there. Oh, we're definitely going to take this to another pod, okay? Steph is going to be in there. My fifth. Man, I
1: don't know what my fifth is going to be.
0: Wow. I mean, you got a lot of guys out there that's floating around. I mean. Yeah. As as a '80s baby, you got you got Zeke out there, you got Bird out there's, there.
1: No, got, a, that's all I'm trying to like. You got say, out mag, there, Magic, dude, but like, yeah, there's a lot. But like,
0: Kobe out there. I mean, a, a lot Jack, of people are putting Kobe out there because he passed. I mean,
1: but Kobe, Kobe is in my top ten, but because Kobe, Kobe is Jordan Junior,
0: yeah. Which, which, which means he can never be better than the original, but you will find yeah. some people who will try to make the case. I'm like, how can the diet, diet
1: coke is it, never better than real coke? And you know what's crazy? I used to not be like the biggest Kobe fan because I was like, he's always he's trying to be like Jordan. Oh, he's trying. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't know they had that relationship.
0: Yeah, big bro. And he was, no just,
1: trying to, and he was just trying to learn from, but then at you know, once later in his career and stuff, and realizing that was he so carved good. out his own
0: path eventually,
1: but. And also, just being, you know, I don't, you know, don't want the Lakers to win or I don't want, right? I don't want nobody to get more than six rings. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I there's a guy that has them, but, but, right. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's Ori. I mean, it, but no, it's a his team, but I was thinking, I was thinking Bill Russell more. Yeah. Than Ori. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. That, but,
1: yeah, I don't know who my fifth is
0: going to be. I mean, this, the, this list is wild. I mean, I love it just because it just it always sparks debate. It always just sparks conversation. Shaq in your top five is definitely something we need to pot about. Steph in your top five is certainly people who listen to me on this pod. They know how I feel about Steph. It's not a love most, hate. It's more of a loathe hate relationship.
1: The most dominant player,
0: Shaq. <laughs> dominant, on. not best. Dominant. But hey, I, I put him up. Put him up there though. So he's he's the best big man of all time because so, so far on your list out of the four, I think he's the big best big best, best big man of all time, best center, best center of all time. So all right, obviously Wilt is before our time, but so we we don't co-sign that. You don't. No, no,
1: no, no, I, I, no, I recognize Wilt was the man.
0: You recognize Will, Okay, Kareem, obviously uh, Kareem, he's the
1: man. But I think Shaq is just, and hey, you forget, Shaq was athletic. Really
0: athletic. I think I, I, think I still I, another thing I'll take to my grave. I think Orlando Shaq was better than Laker Shaq. Yes, I, I think Orlando Shaq was such a dynamic force of nature. Or, a Laker Shaq just got fat, got but fat. hella strong. Yeah, he just said, "Fuck it, I'm just bully balling every time." Orlando Shaq, Orlando random break run
1: up, up and down the court, had
0: handles. Yeah, like that. That was. How we have gotten with hybrid fives now, that was Orlando Shaq. Yeah. That's where I thought he was going to take the game. Like what we saw, what we see now from, you know, fives like Jokic and, and Embiid, I thought Orlando Shaq was trending in that direction. But then he cashed and out. Orlando into Shaq LA was a and, lot more athletic than him, too. Yes. 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 He would do wind sprints and beat guards up the floor. Yeah. Outrun your guards, like bl- like a blur. Like I-, I think that's the part that always frustrates me about Shaq, and Shaq clearly has a high opinion of himself. But that Orlando Shaq was different. It was a short yeah, amount of time. Sha- I
1: think Shaq has admitted it. I think he has admitted it.
0: He <sighs> if you admitted catch he him on it. the right day. If you catch him on the right day, he'll be transparent. Yes,
1: that that I want to say that first. Early the early two thousands, Shaq, the Lakers, that Lakers Shaq was just insane. I mean,
0: yeah. The the Shaq that destroyed the Kembe in the finals, that was the yeah. best Laker version of Shaq. I think that run, those first two championships, that was the best Laker version of Shaq. But I still would rather have from a basketball viewing perspective i would rather watch the the orlando version because i think that that orlando is way more dynamic but yeah
1: but steph man that i mean you can't deny he's the greatest shooter and and and
0: yeah i'm i mean that's cool it's cool to be the greatest shooter ever i'm not i'm not poo-pooing that but no one else on your list is as one-dimensional as him Everyone right. else you've mentioned I think, I think, has I think, I think are two way like, players. You're right. I mean, Shaq might be borderline with that, but like he did play defense in big spots when he had to. And Steph, we've never you're seen right. that. So no, that that's my always I push back against Steph.
1: I, I can't deny that boy's been shooting the lights out. And
0: oh, facts. Yeah, I I can't deny
1: it. I can't deny and I, it. And also, like, with well, my list, too, is also, like, they
0: kind of changed the game a little bit, too. Do you think Steph ruined basketball because now we have kids chucking from the logo? Kids now are thinking, I'm going to be like him, not knowing that think, he has not, the NBA you know pedigree. I'm
1: not, I'm not one of them. As much as I do love the 90s style basketball and even early 2000s to extent, you can't be mad. It's, things evolve.
0: Right, but Steph, Steph's revolution he- has changed how the next generation plays basketball, and I could argue that it might not be best for the game long term. That that's my thing. Like I, I think people forget. People try to treat Steph like he's an underdog story because he went to Davidson when he could have went to the uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, but we p- look past that. He went to Davidson because that was the only offer. He had an NBA millionaire father. His mom was a D1 athlete. This guy has incredible athletic genes. Like, him being the best shooter of all time, it's a surprise per se, but not that big of a surprise once you look at his pedigree. Yeah. That doesn't mean now because he has this alleged hard luck story that now every kid that's under 6'2", should be bombs away from forty feet out because they think they, they stuff. Yeah. I think that's ruining a lot of kids' games. Yeah, yeah. We will have to pot about that another day. So yeah. when when you have that top five, you'll you'll come back on and we'll, we'll tap in with some college football and we'll we'll get into that. Yeah,
1: because I want I want my top five to kind of be you know of of, of
0: not it's just like it's not my favorites. Right. All right. I, I fucks with that. Uh, real quick, before we before we wrap, tell everyone about the Not That Serious podcast, everything you do for it, and how far you guys have come to now where you have a deal with Blue Wire.
1: Well, I'm the dad, the adult, the <laughs> pro, essential producer of
0: the podcast,
1: not just the uh, camera operator, editor. There you go. You know, um, I do kind of try to keep them aligned a little bit uh helping them out and 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 me coming on kind of help elevate them to give you know giving them visuals but in a way they they helped me out because I wanted to you know learn how to produce and 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 shoot a podcast and edit a podcast <clears throat> and with that we're helping we're all helping each other out and right now it's it is looking good for us. Yep, yeah. you know and you know it, it took a viral a viral moment a little viral clip Hey, but without me filming that, they, who knows where where it'll exactly. be now? And, and and you know, shout outs to them, and especially shout outs to Keenan mm-hmm. on that. But uh, yeah, man, I, I do all the you know, I'm pretty much the like I said, the, the adult of them, you know, because I am the old head. Uh, yeah, just shoot their you know content, edit, put it out there, uh them in line that's what i do for them at the not that serious podcast and it's it's, it's going good for us now
0: for sure the numbers first have jumped episode, up
1: the numbers have jumped up first two episodes are under the blue wire umbrella uh or i'm sorry the last these last two episodes uh the, just we just got the 200 episodes salute to that We've done 200 episodes so far so it looks it looks like it's it's, it's it's starting to climb,
0: for sure. It's it's so wild because like <clears throat> I remember having them on my pod the first time, and we were recording out of Corey's bedroom. Then, like a year or two ago, I popped on again, and I don't I don't remember whose house it was. I don't know if it was LZ or Mike's. We were doing it there. Now it's like to see the growth every yeah. time, just another level, and, another level. And
1: I, and I bring my expertise of being in television production. And that's huge. Because that's not only podcast is not just audio anymore. It's visual now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say the kind of the, the visual kind of almost matters more than the audio at this point. Yeah. Because then yeah. you got
1: to get those clips on YouTube, get them on Instagram, get them on TikTok, mm-hmm. get them on Twitter. So uh, and a lot of people, a lot of people rather sometimes watch but a lot of people, they like to, you know, hear it on their way to work or, you know, on, on the on the. You know, whatever they listen to on the podcast at work or whatever. But, yeah, it's it's a cool thing right now, and I'm happy for them.
0: For sure. And your your work does not go unrecognized. Um, they have been telling me about your, your expertise and what you have brought to them uh, separately in conversation. So they're they very aware of the work that you've been putting in and the, the vision that you have shared with them. So it's a good thing y'all have building in there. It's, it's wonderful to see um pods drop weekly or are yeah, we doing weekly multiple per week now are we still just no no no, no, no
1: we're just doing one per week because i still okay. got i gotta finish editing <laughs> right yeah I'm about to say that has a lot
0: of work on you so yeah okay. I, I gotta
1: i gotta i start, started editing because then you know now we're going to start shooting in 4k Oof. Uh, the now that we you know start doing things, start, about to jump up crazy. Yeah, we about to we about to get we we're trying to go for it. We trying to get three cameras now. You know, oof,
0: nice, love it. So yeah, love
1: I'm it. trying to elevate them in a way, you know, even even the mixer, you know, mm. you know, putting them on. You know, this the type of mixer we may need now. Like little mm-hmm. things,
0: mm-hmm. little things. You know, being a little back into the company. Yeah, yeah,
1: being a little yeah. structured being a little like, hey, let's not do this. Hey. Hey, y'all on camera. Don't be doing little this, and that. Mm-hmm. Like
0: mm-hmm. making you. them
1: research, making making them research. You know, a few of them they didn't listen to other podcasts.
0: Mm-hmm. Like y'all
1: got to listen to other podcasts to know what you want to strive for.
0: Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, that helps. It's, it's, it's like I said.
1: It's kind of me being the old head, being the the adult in the room. Letting everyone know, needs like, that. Yeah. Like. I know the type of, and even I'm still working on that, you know, that path myself. Mm -hmm. And it's the, and like, like I have mentors, I have a mentor who was the man at WWE. I I like saying F I know it's E, but back in the day Mm -hmm. it was F. He was Vince McMahon's main guy. He's giving me, i worked with him on Bellator, my guy, Bubba Dean. Matter of fact, the, in the XFL, the steady cam was pretty much the steady cam that you get on the field now after touchdowns. The XFL started that, but it wasn't for a touchdown. It was more like they wanted an end game. Gotcha. Vince McMahon appointed my guy, my mentor, Bubba, to be that guy because NBC didn't want to use their guys, but Bubba couldn't do it. And this is all on the XFL uh, 30 for 30. Mm hmm. Um, they didn't. He didn't. They didn't say that. Vince said he he didn't want to do it or something. Bubba told me the real reason. The real reason was because the week before on Monday Night Raw, Stone Cold knocked his teeth out during a segment where he was holding the camera and he hit his mouth with a uh, with a table on accident. It was doing it like he was he was he was working. They were all working. Yeah, and he had his teeth knocked down. His mouth was wired shut, so it wasn't that he couldn't do it. Wow. Or it wasn't that he didn't want to do it, he just couldn't do it. And that's he why they call it the it. they call it the bubba cam. So technically the steady cam that's on the field, is kind of yeah. like dedicated like to him but like yeah. Yeah man, like that's dope. Yeah, and that's the, that's the good thing working in this industry, man. Like I'm just a I'm just a baby. Like he always tells me, I'm just a baby in this as much as I think, oh, I'm old, I'm getting old or I'm in this, I'm this age. Right. I'm still young in this game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you'll, you'll come across dudes or, or women that have been in here like 20, 30, 40 years yeah, in. Like, it's other, literally been there a from yeah, My other guy, yeah.
1: Duke Thorne, he's a, he's well-known. He always, he does a lot of the World Series. Him and his wife are actually both camera operators. You know, they both mm. meet up. We all do Bellator. And then, you know, there was a time we were in Chicago, and I'm like, oh, you guys going back home? He's like, no, nah, she's going back home to the kids in Phoenix. I'm going to New York. I got to do the Yankees game. Like stuff like that. Like that's just how the life. That's just the life, and that's like, that life. Like yeah, we, Yeah, and everybody enjoys it. And I think that's yes, what I you enjoy have to. about like, and like you get to see you get to see everything through my eyes. Right. Right. So, and that's the cool thing. You get to work with some cool people, and I think you probably feel the same way. You like we get to do being in an environment that we love, and then and something that we're yeah. passionate about. Not a lot yeah, of people sure. get
0: that. I, I worked a um, a nine to five type gig for about nine years at a hospital and I quit because I decided this is not my path. Like this, my passion has never been to be a lifer at like a regular job. I'm not like a nine to five dude. So I just had to just quit just to get out of that system. And, you know, it took 13 years for me to get to where I'm at now, but that was the best decision I ever made in my life to just pivot and say, this no, is... This, 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 this is not me. I know what my path is. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to get there.
1: Exactly. And and I and I always attribute to where I'm at with the photography and everything, and just to my mom, the fact that she put a camera in my hand. You know, I'm looking at old photos of me with toy cameras, and it's like mom's no best. And like, she always mm. let me, used to play with the cameras, used to play with camcorders. My favorite directors, is Spike Lee. I used to always try to mimic his... Movements and mm-hmm. play with the tight and wide, and mm-hmm. then and then you know you know you after high school you don't know what you want to do you know right um thought about joining the military all this mm-hmm. stuff I kind of wanted to be an architect and then you know mm-hmm. I have friends in the industry and my friend was like hey you want to be on this documentary that I'm putting on and I got in and got in the camera department and just fell in love and really now look I'm where I'm at I'm still growing still getting better but I've done things right. that a lot of people haven't done. Mm. I got my photos featured in Times Square, like mm. stuff like that. Oh, shit, let's go. So, yeah. so yeah, I got to work at NFL Films. Uh Hopefully, you know, that was just to get my foot in the door, but right, just to know, you know. It's on the resume now. Forever. Yeah, and, and, and just know, like, how they shoot, because that's this type of style I, sh- I shoot for sports. Right. Kind of that
0: cinematic look, you know, it's a lot of slow-mo, all that stuff. Yo, that 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 piece right there, I think that's so underrated. Like all the companies I've been at, all the media institutions that I've been at, I've always learned what they do, why they do it, and then take a piece of that with you. So yeah. no matter where you go, now you know forever how the NFL does it, how NFL films does it, and you can adopt what you like into your style, and now your style grows, it evolves, you get better. Yeah. I think that's so underrated.
1: Yeah. So yeah, man. So yeah, that's why that's so kind of why I wanted to get with them. You know, yeah. I was listening to them and just like, hey, let me help you all with visuals. Let me get y'all visuals. Mm-hmm. And then, was, like I said, it was helping me out. Yeah. And now, we're, now we are now
0: see where we are now, and we're it's continuing amazing. to grow. It's a great, great collaboration. Um, thank you for doing this, man. I, I, yeah, I, I really do appreciate it. Uh, we've been able to link up a couple of times, and it's always been good vibes, always been good conversations. So I'm glad we were able to bring that here to the pod
1: yeah and i love talking sports man like, it's like yeah like,
0: i would like definitely like, tap I, in you know
1: like i just say like, let's let's talk let's talk before playoffs or even yeah. play baseball season i talk i can talk all of them i can talk baseball i can talk golf say less I talk, okay perfect, I, can talk I can talk mma
0: let's <laughs> do it then okay say less say less so I, i'll make sure to have you back on i'm sure the, the audience will enjoy that as they have enjoyed this so uh, for MJ of the Not That Serious podcast, uh, he does a little bit of everything over there. He's, he's kind of an overseer. So he's the old head in the room. But trust me, he, he has brought a lot to that podcast and has helped them ascend to new heights. They will continue to ascend, and MJ will be a big part of that ascension. So, uh, And as you heard here, he has his own movements, he has his own career, and he's progressing in that as well. He has done a lot of great things. You see the acumen talking college and talking kirk Heinrich, though all right we we, another day we will tap into that a little bit more Um, but mj thank you again man for pulling up to the vcmd podcast yeah thank you for having me thank you for having me man enjoyed it